0: Hello, and welcome to New Jersey is the World.
1: Hi everybody, Chris here. Welcome to New Jersey is the World. And look, there's a few things you probably just know. You know that we sell some awesome t-shirts over at belowthecollar.com slash chrisgethard. If you want a shirt that says, what would Bruce do with the outline of the state of New Jersey that you can go get it there, you know that you know that we're crushing it over on Patreon at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world. It's also, shout out to everybody who checked out the uh, New Jersey The Role Playing Game, Chapter 3, Thursday night. It's a fiasco. Bunch of idiots live streaming a role playing game when it is uh, a bunch of dumb characters rampaging about the state of New Jersey doing dumb stuff. It's really a lot of fun. Thank you again, as always, to Fran, who was a... Uh, great friend of ours comes up often on the show and runs the game. Now, you also know that malls are an important thing in New Jersey. That's a stereotype get, that gets uh, slapped on us. And I think the whole idea of, like, like, mall kids running around from the 80s, there was some truth to that. But it's also, if you're from here, you know, you got your mall. You know why it's your mall. There's other nearby malls. You don't go to those malls. Maybe those malls aren't for people like you. Maybe... Maybe malls, strangely enough, say something about who you are. Maybe malls are a representation of all the densely populated, classes. we are all amongst each other in yet divided ways that, that this see, strange, strange state operates. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. What I do know is that those are the undercurrents, but as always, those undercurrents are filtered through a lot of dumb, fun stories and things we find out on the fly. Enjoy it.
2: There must be something in the water in West Orange Every such avant-garde Kids going to start shit In parks where we spit arson As sparks That's it's County America's armpit Carnival yeah.
3: Oh boy, that flea market I bought a crossbow there And I imagine it was sort of a Two Roman legions charging each other uh, Intertown fighting Some people have been there in the middle of the night To whip pumas with belts
1: The last time I got in a fist fight I threw a carton of Clinton's orange
0: aid at a man's face I'm gonna take it as this terrible prime ridden city and then i'm gonna pull my pants down on it no i've never had a hookie in my life or a grinder
1: this is like a weird vortex that doesn't apply to the laws of time it's basically and welcome to Woe Town, a podcast where three friends who grew up with each other need something to do, and so they do this. Mike D, how you doing tonight? Feeling especially jolly this evening. I don't know if that's good or bad. Nikki Bonaduce, how are you, buddy?
0: Uh, glad to be alive, glad to be here, and glad Monday's almost over because that means we get to do this show. And uh, the bright spot of Monday for me. The bright spot of the
1: week for me, I, I would say... Uh, an an hour and change where I don't have to think about uh, life. It's pretty great. I just hope the <laughs> listeners feel the same way.
0: We'll just bring up some old memories that'll. Oh, I mean, get you later
1: if the if the people could hear the stuff we we talk about. Where we're just uh, shooting the breeze, catching up beforehand. Uh, for example, today it's it's. We just, 35 minutes we've been sitting here before recording, <laughs> largely telling each other stories about how we pooped our pants at various times. All about g- gas pain. I know Carson records all of it, so someday it'll be used for blackmail against us, I'm sure.
0: That's all right. I'm
3: sure.
1: Today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, something that people think of heavily when they think of New Jersey, something we have touched upon, danced around in prior episodes. We even had a live stream that dealt with it pretty explicitly over on the Patreon, malls. People think Jersey, for some reason, we've always been associated with malls. There's malls all over this country. There's malls all over the world, but people think of them as a New Jersey thing. They think of a a real dedication to them. Um, I want to thank our patrons, obviously, who have uh, signed up, gotten on board over there at the New Jersey's the World Patreon, and we do we have these live streams from time to time, and we had one called "Is Mallrats Good." We talked about Kevin Smith and his uh, sophomore effort. And if you are, if you aren't on the Patreon, the the bullet points, the, the thing that keeps sticking with me is we basically decided many of us believe it's not a good movie, but am I going to watch Mallrats more times in my life than Godfather? Probably, yeah. And Jersey's also a place that loves. Uh, disgusting meat that comes from bad parts of animals. That's what we consider good. So we really got to the bottom of things, and it led to a lot of discussion of malls. It has had me very excited to talk more in depth about malls and mall culture and our experiences at malls. And I'll tell you, right away, I go, okay, it's legit. I see why people think Jersey when they think malls, because there was a, a, a lot of mall history that's gone down in this state. Uh, really, just in in cursory googling of malls in New Jersey, you find out about two right away. Uh, Garden State Plaza in Paramus was the first mall in New Jersey. Wow, it was huge. It was a game changer. I had no idea there are to this day there are seven malls in Paramus, New Jersey alone. The Garden State Plaza is still kind of the ground, the crown jewel, the the Bergen Mall. which has a new name now, but I'll, I'll still call it the Bergen Mall. It's the other one, and uh, four or five like major malls, and then some of the smaller ones. The other one we have to talk about in New Jersey history—I had no idea—the Cherry Hill Mall, which I've been to many times, delivering weird New Jersey. I've been to most of these malls. There's 28 current active, uh, full-scale malls in New Jersey.
0: Do they like classify them? Is there are there like sub malls? Like, there's like a strip mall, but like, what what time, when you're like a multi unit combined building, is I like, I'm unfamiliar with that. Like, what classifies as a mall?
1: I was Googling around today, and and, you know, I think when we think mall, we think of it has a couple anchor stores, which growing up, those were always Sears, Macy's, Lord and Taylor. it has food options. And most of what seems to be listed amongst these 28 are those that we think of indoor, right? lots of retail space. Garden State Plaza has over a million square feet of retail space that they rent out. Uh, and the Cherry Hill Mall, which opened in 1961 real early on, I think Garden State Plaza was only a couple years earlier than that. I had no idea. Cherry Hill was not always called Cherry Hill. It was called Delaware Township. Mm. And There were a few different sections uh, called Cherry Hill and like landmarks known as Cherry Hill, businesses and whatnot. But when uh, there was like a dispute over the zip code and the postal service came in and said, you know, there's another Delaware Township, New Jersey. You got to change your name. Apparently, the popularity of the mall is part of why that town is now named Cherry Hill. It was the first fully enclosed mall east of the Mississippi River. And I had no idea about this. It was... Um, it was a it was a shopping destination. People used to take like organized bus tours from as far away as like Washington D.C. to come to the Cherry Hill Mall. So these malls were destinations in Jersey. I mean, the Cherry Hill Mall was like a big chunk of the Eastern Seaboard. Garden State Plaza, obviously attracting all the New Yorkers. So two big swings out of the gate for the East Coast with malls. Um, those are both malls I've been to many times. I I, I didn't realize that we had such an intimate. History of malls here, uh, right out of the gate in that post World War II boom. How about you guys?
3: I've been to Cherry Hill Mall many times as well. The Hamilton Mall too. Yeah, I've been to the Hamilton Mall. Um, That's like yeah. I think malls were a massive part of growing up in New Jersey because if you needed anything that you couldn't get at you know Bradley's. Then you had to go to a mall, but I think it was more than just shopping because it was a place you went, and it was a full, as they say now, front to back. Exactly, front to back experience. You could get food. Yeah. You could go see the cast from uh, Saved by the Bell put on a show. You could have a wide variety of specialty stores there. Yes. Uh, my personal there's always an arcade. Or there was always great <laughs> arcades. My personal favorite things was the fountains, though. I love throwing pennies into fountains in shopping malls. And I still love this, even though they discourage this. Yeah, Where else can you even throw change anymore?
1: I just had a very intimate memory of the stairway at the Livingston Mall, right? Yeah. And, we, and that's where you could go. You had to kind of throw your pennies from the top and get it in between the stairwell railings. I have not thought of that in so many years. Mike Yeah, had no idea you were such a big fan of a good old wishing well.
0: That and the ball at Shore Hills Mall, the big globe. That was the ultimate challenge. We'll get into the short oh, okay, hills. Model. Okay, I know. I'm we'll sorry, get into but the the for water features, mall. it's exceptional.
1: I'm actually shocked and kind of mad that you just even said you are a short hills. We'll get into it later, Mike. D, does your does your love of the wishing well tie into your Goonies esque childhood? Uh, and their infamous scenes of, of Bran taking back his wishes at the bottom of a wishing well
3: I think it actually even predates that I was I was into throwing chains in wishing wells and mall, mall fountains from a very young age but then when I saw it in the Goonies and I was watching that film I saw my life reflect it back to me so I connected even more deeply and that is a great line which is yeah. where they're pulling the change out and he says look it's Martin Sheen and Martha Plimpton says <laughs> that's President Kennedy you idiot <laughs> (laughs) Martin Sheen played him once. I think that's a very clever line, which I didn't really understand as a child, but I think is very funny now.
1: Yeah. Good movie (laughs) indeed. Um, I had no idea, too. Um, Malls, you know, became these places that sort of replaced Main Street USA in that kind of, you know, that 50s, 60s car culture, Cold War era. There's been all sorts of court cases in New Jersey about how your malls are required to allow people to have protests and to hand out flyers because they've basically superseded actual community gathering spots. Uh, We're going to talk later about the evolution of malls, especially uh, one newer one. But I, I always thought of them as these places that kind of die out, and a lot of them are dying out. But the ones that survive keep evolving and the garden state plaza for some reason always leads to the charge they're currently developing the garden state plaza there's they're gonna have apartments and parks
0: in the mall that's the fucking new that that i don't fucking get like they're trying to create these communities with they'll do it down here now you live in a parking lot there's retail space on the first floor and then there's apartment above like nice apartments above but like I don't want to live in a fucking parking lot with retail space with a bunch of fucking jerk offs all around me. Do you like, oh, it's like living downtown, but I'm really just in a fucking parking lot.
1: Nick, what would be worse for you? Because this, apparently, this Garden State Plaza apartment area. Because, you know, th- now they have the fancy movie theater there where you can eat. They have all the places you can shop. They, I mean, high-end stores at the Garden State Plaza, yeah. entertainment options galore. They're also going to have, like, a whole trans- transit hub, I think, to get back and forth to the city real easy.
0: Yeah, like, it's not a big enough of a pain in the ass already getting anywhere around there that now you're going to live in, in the mecca of the crossroads of hell where people are constantly going to be going to some fucking form of entertainment near your house. (laughs) And you're like, this fucking takes me 25 minutes to get out of the goddamn parking lot.
1: If you were in a situation where you had to, you had no option. You either had to live (laughs) in an apartment that was part of the garden state plaza or a haunted house, which you've been on record on this show saying that nothing could ever make you live in a house that that was haunted. If you had to choose one or the other, living in a mall or living in a haunted house, which would it be? Mall. Really?
0: Mall, definitely. Really? Because you know what would happen? I would I would wind up adapting to living in a mall, and one of my favorite pastimes is watching people, so what better place than like, I'm going to go down to the fucking food court and watch people and eat fucking Mrs. Field cookies, like, you know, I'd probably weigh
3: 300 pounds again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm imagining this, but I feel... As if in the 80s, there was a subgenre of movies about people living and hanging out in malls after hours. That, that was a very common trope because everyone was so excited to live in a mall. What's the end of the world
0: movie with uh, when, the, when the comet comes by? and it kills everybody on there except for like a few people they wind up in a mall they wind up in a a mall it was was like post-apocalypse mall experience Oh,
1: what Stranger Things even just did a throwback Stranger Things which is such an 80s homage just to the thing where there were like foreign I think Russian I think I remember right it was like a bunch of of Russian agents who had taken over the uh, tunnels underneath a mall (gasps) all sorts of mall stuff in the 80s and in in pop culture for sure
3: I believe Night of the
0: Comet Nick that's what it was called yeah Night of the Comet that that was a a great movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good movie
1: Nick I do want to say just because the Garden State Plaza has come up so much and I'm sure will come up again um, I gotta say for my money having driven all over this state end to end I think there are worst highways I think Route 22 is probably the highway that I, I fear the most driving on because of those center businesses yeah. uh, businesses on all sides but I do think the point where 17 and 4 meet is there's like accidents there every single day I Got in an accident there, uh, one of the car accidents in my life.
0: It doesn't matter how many times you redo the road or you know whatever. It's just fucking idiots merging with idiots. There's gonna be like, oh, I need to be one car ahead of you. Bam.
1: It's it's real. Those that section right there where those two roads meet, I think is probably the most dangerous section of New Jersey. I hate one and nine. I hate twenty two. But and i think 17 and 4 overall are are better easier roads to drive than that but that goddamn section right there i mean route 3 right where 46 meets 3 right where 17 meets 4 those are the two areas that i'm just like but
0: surprisingly there aren't that oof. many accidents there because you know I mean, it can be it could vary. You know what I mean. But three to forty six is yeah, that's
3: a shittier.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one.
3: People come out of the mall all hopped up on orange Julius, and they can't safely ah, safely operate a motor vehicle. I think that might contribute it. heavily to this. <laughs>
1: Julius went to my head. It's very true, man. Whatever that secret, uh, whatever that secret recipe is in there, it's like whatever
0: that foaming
1: agent is. Yeah, some some honey, a little bit of orange juice, crushed ice, a big fistful of fucking whatever the precursor to Adderall was. What's
0: in a real orange,
1: Julius? I'll never know, man. People have died looking for that formula. I can't imagine, uh, Mike D. You found an article. Ranking all 28 malls in New Jersey. Huge help for this episode. Uh, It's from 2019, so pretty recent. I'm sure the COVID stuff has has affected a lot of these uh, retail businesses. But as of 2019, the number one mall in New Jersey is the aforementioned Garden State Plaza. Wow. Paramus, New Jersey. Uh, They said the shopping options, the food selection. They have a Shake Shack, a Bourbon Street Grill. Uh, Nordstrom's Neiman Marcus Macy's and uh, on-site stylist and an inline space called the suite for private client greetings trend shows and special events so they're bringing
3: it Garden State Plaza is bringing the heat. Bringing together the worst things about modern society all into one climate-controlled environment for people to enjoy. With the worst people.
1: Corporations raking in cash and then also corporate events and people doing client elbow-rubbing meetings, Mike D. That's not uh, something you look forward to?
3: I mean, I thought you just used to... You should just be able to rub elbows with clients anywhere. The fact that the mall has a certain space for this makes elbow rubbing an elitist this is activity our hob-nobbing in, my, room. in my our hobnobbing chamber.
1: <laughs> I uh, they, Star Ledger puts Short Hills Mall at number two. Yeah, it's like crazy. The rage I feel towards the Short Hills Mall—it's almost like Central Jersey. Well, okay, let's just get into it then. You I you imagine if the Short Hills Hall, Mall is in
0: Central Jersey? Dude,
1: first of all, I would I love if it was in Central Jersey because that would mean the Short Hills Mall does not exist. I would love that. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you. The Short Hills Mall should not exist. Put it in Central Jersey The other, uh, with all the other things that don't exist. This fucking mall is in Essex County, New Jersey. I have a lot of Essex County pride. I feel like you look across the board at Essex County – Nine times out of ten, man, what you find are like hardworking people. And then you got the Short Hills Mall, which appeals to just the most upper crust, ultra bougie. And I'm not saying, like, uh, listen. We talk all day long about how down the hill in West Orange, especially when we grew up there, it was weird, man. It was kind of rough. I do not sit out here trying to claim that I'm some kind of fucking thug from the streets. I never have. I just yeah. in, I just really enjoy thinking about how strange my upbringing is. Short Hills Mall, it just gives off this air of being better than everybody and holier than thou. And I knew it when I was a kid. And I never stepped foot there until I was delivering magazines for Weird New Jersey. And that's the only mall that ever kicked me out for bringing the magazines through the main area instead of using the service entrance. Only one in all of New Jersey that ever told me I had to go back outside and come back through the service entrance. And it proved everything about Short Hills Mall that I ever thought to be true, true. And I think that's only for people from Short Hills and Livingston and Summit and Chatham and all those other areas. And there's a lot of good people that live there, but it brings out just the... Archetypes and stereotypes of those places I just named that puts them all under one goddamn roof.
3: I've I've been nursing a multi-decade very specific grudge against the Short Hills Mall. One of my favorite mall stores growing up was Hofritz. Oh yeah. Which was a knife store. Which that was some, great. it was great. You could go in there that every kind I mean they sold, you know. They sold cutlery and kitchen knives. Yeah, they sold, like, so they, nice knives they also had a yeah. great selection of Swiss Army knives oh, and buck knives. Best. And I, I saved up some money. And some friends that I grew up with were going to the Short Hills Mall. So I went with them and I went into Hoffert's and attempted to purchase a Swiss Army knife that I'd had my eye on for a while. The one that had all the really wacky, useless attachments, like the magnifying glass. And I was very excited and I asked the man there and I gave him my money and he refused to sell it to me and gave no reason and in my mind maybe I'm imagining this part he was talking like the butler from an 80s comedy like oh no sir you're not going to buy this knife and I was so angry I'm still pissed off and refused to spend money at the Short Hills Mall because he would not sell me that Swiss Army knife in the 80s dude
1: I don't know why I thought this but like as you were saying it and this will give people people who have maybe followed me for a while who think of me as this very like nice meek he's, comic not, nice. This he's not nice no, he's it's ruthless. not that I'm not nice it's that I have a lot more fucking anger that I've quelled over decades of working not out on it here. Dude, you're telling that story, Mike D, and I'm sitting here going, yeah, they're not going to sell you that knife because somehow they knew you're from fucking West Orange, and they were looking at you as white trash, and they're Short Hills Mall people who think you're going to turn around and fucking rob some other store with it. That's what was going on, these Short Hills Mall people. I don't want anybody to die, but if a, fucking, if, if a sinkhole opened up in the earth and swallowed the Short Hills Mall, I wouldn't be sad about it. I wouldn't be sad about it one bit. I would... I, after hours. Let's say after hours.
3: Okay? Oh, I was going to say, if all the employees who work at the mall were somewhere safe and it fell into a sinkhole, I would be okay with... Yeah, like all the-
1: clerks, like the contractors on the yeah. Death Star. I'm saying like, maybe on a holiday weekend when everything's shut down anyway and they don't even need security guards there, on a weekend like that, if... Um, an alien ship floated into the sky and sent a beam down and picked up the Short Hills Mall and flung it into non-existence. I'd be happy. I think it's everything you want to talk about. Like, dude, I, I I honestly feel like if 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 they brought Bernie Sanders to that mall, he would start just like fist fighting everyone he saw. It's everything about wealth disparity that he claims is taking this nation to its knees.
0: Yeah, but I think what you're missing is that you're not just okay. So you might be getting. You know, whatever, jerks. There's jerks everywhere. There's jerks with different amounts of money, right? So you're not just getting the people who live in the area around the Short Hills Mall, which would be enough trouble. But then you get people that like want to go to the Short Hills Mall because it's the Short Hills Mall now. Mm-hmm. And they like get dressed up and they're going there mm-hmm. and they're like goombats. and They're like the worst of the worst of every cross-section of New Jersey cultural span. So now you get that added Factor in with the normal jerk factor. So if you go there, like go there during the holidays and like, you know, it's it's an experience. They do have a good Santa Claus, though. They always have a good Santa Claus at Christmas. And we used to take the kids there when we lived up in North Jersey.
1: It's because they can afford to get the real guy to come down from the North Pole.
0: It's a good looking Santa. Hey, what do you want your kid with? Like the, the Livingston Mall Santa where the guy's no. beards on crookies all half in a Let's bag? let just get
1: let's just get this out of the way for West Orange people the Livingston Mall generally our hometown mall uh, you're wondering well where does that list on the, uh, rank on the list of 28 malls in New Jersey 23 I'm surprised it was that high uh, just to get a couple other things off this list Mike D found out of the way uh, I, one thing I really love about that list it's all over the state man like Cherry Hill uh, the Cherry Hill Mall number 3 uh, Jersey Gardens the Mills which I think that's the one off the Turnpike that's number 4 uh, Freehold Raceway Mall number five I've always loved that mall
3: that's a nice mall big mall yeah,
1: quality mall they got the carousel in there I got an aunt and uncle in, in Freehold that's always been a good mall number six I was shocked by because as Rutgers guys there's a couple malls you do spend some time at
3: uh,
1: Menlo Park Mall number six mall in New Jersey I was
3: just at the Menlo Park Mall It's
1: I don't remember that being like particularly blowing me away
3: not blowing me away but I think it was just
0: it had everything though you know there was Everything was in that concentrated area over there. And there was a good diner over there. The diner on one, the Menlo Park diner is good. Must have
1: gotten their stuff in order over there. Willowbrook, we'll talk a lot about Willowbrook. That's kind of like the mall you'd go to on a trip. That's number nine. Deptford Mall, number eight. So good malls all over Jersey, north and south.
0: What about Rockaway? Is Rockaway uh, Town Square Mall in there? I love,
1: uh, let's see, Bridgewater, we'll just go through them real quick. Bridgewater 11, love the Bridgewater Mall. Mammoth um, Mall in Eatontown, number twelve, Quaker Bridge, which I think is down in Princeton. That's got over a million square feet of wow. a leaseable space. Quaker Bridge Mall. I've been to all. I think I've been to every single mall in New Jersey because of my weird New Jersey time. Uh, the Market Fair Mall in Princeton. That is a small one. That's up there.
3: Huh. Um, Rockaways fifteen. <laughs> I like a how nice, the, solid, respectable fifteen in this Star Ledger list of best malls in New Jersey. I'm very enamored that the picture for the Rockaway Mall is a denuded traffic island where the grass is torn up and there is just dirt. Yeah,
1: it's a strange choice. It looks like a picture someone took while they were running. It's it's strange trees Rockaway Mall I, I, I don't know your guys experience that was like the one where every once in a while for some reason you'd have to go to the Rockaway Mall growing up to get something it was a bigger one felt like it was Willowbrook and Rockaway were the two North Jersey like sometimes you have to reach
0: I used to spend a lot of time up there but yeah I, I like, oh my god and that's where I used to have Orange Julius all the time was that the Rockaway mm-hmm. Woodbridge
1: Julius. the other mall you go to as a Rutgers student Woodbridge that's 18 uh, sort of just below the halfway point on the list I think that's fair and then yeah, some of the other Paramus ones start to show up at the bottom Brunswick square on route 18. Yeah. That was not a great mall. That's not our 20. That wasn't great. Morristown, not Morristown, Morristown, Cumberland 23 Livingston mall. Um, maybe before we talk about the Livingston mall specifically, we'll get into what this article actually says. And then, yeah, then you get down to the sad ones, the Voorhees town center, Jersey City's Hudson mall at 25. Um, Ocean County Mall twenty six, Phillipsburg Mall twenty seven. I've been to that Phillipsburg Mall. It is
0: Ocean County Mall is depressing. It's fucking yeah. depressing. You want to shoot yourself before the pandemic? I,
1: yeah, the the Phillipsburg Mall too. That one was that one was rough twenty years ago when I used to go there. Um, the the Star Ledger describes it as having a dark and depressing feel. <laughs> um, and the picture of it looks. Sad. And then 28 is the Harbor Square Mall in Egg Harbor Township. That one I have not been to. Uh, many of the storefronts are vacant. When the only notable store left is Boscov's, uh, you're in deep trouble. What is
0: Boscov's? The worst. It's like a knockoff Sears, but worse.
1: That's, yeah. You know what else I realized about malls? And you guys tell me, they have these anchor stores. And I was reading up on malls today, and that's a phrase, the anchor stores you have. And the big ones for most malls were Sears, Macy's, Lord and & Taylor. And I realized my, I bought a lot of clothes at Sears. Yeah, and they had regular stuff. They had regular stuff. But I, I've started to realize, I think that's like a real socioeconomic, that tells you a lot about your family, were you shopping at the I never shopped at Macy's or Lord and Taylor ever my family was never in there We
0: well, go to Macy's when they had the sales. That's when you go to Macy's
1: Macy's for the sales and to look around
0: yeah then you could then you could get good stuff and then like I you know when you wear jeans as a kid like you know you gotta look for jeans when they're on sale. I don't know
1: and Sears, you go up to the second floor at Sears you get your clothes and then on the way down your dad he maybe sees a you get, like, a weed whacker. Yeah. So you get some craftsman's
0: tools. Yeah, craftsman's tools back in the day were, like, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, They're yeah. Like, you know, it's your home improvement story. Go get go get some work boots, chainsaw. Get your kids some jeans. There you go. And uh, I also want to say, too, the great Peter Genovese,
1: uh, who... Is a food writer, long time. He does the Munchmobile at the Ledger. I've, I've long admired him. He did an article as the best mall food. And I was shocked. Best mall food? Menlo Park Mall. Gyro. No, the Villa Fresh Italian Kitchen serves up like the best pizza in any Jersey mall. And there's nothing like Potato Pia in Mallland. It offers baked, smashed, shooshring, au gratin, and other potatoes with a dizzying array of toppings, fillings, and sauces.
0: I used to have a place like that at the Rockaway Mall. I remember it was great. You can make your own potato and everything. Put whatever you want on it. Now it's by even better.
1: The Morristown Mall, despite being listed as very low on the list of best malls, uh, it says it might forever be in the shadow of the nearby Cherry Home Mall, but they've got an Iron Chef winner, Jose Garces. He opened a restaurant there, Distrito. He's got a, there's a James Beard Award winner... Uh, uh chef named Mark Vetri running a place called Osteria so real low ranking mall on the on the list with great food in there and uh guess what Livingston Mall does not make the list of best
0: food you mean the world. Roy Rogers did make the list yeah the uh
1: the Wetzels pretzels <laughs> not rocking out making the list um, okay i think that's a good overview of the state i think we all have a sense of what malls mean out here how they started out here the historical importance i think running through that list gives us some mike d i liked is this something you put as a joke or did you actually research it mike d before we get into the actual specifics of the uh, living mall? you could smoke in new jersey malls until
3: 1993 is that true that is that is a historical fact i mean i, I completely remember being able to smoke in in the mall remember the big ashtrays on top of the garbage cans yep. Yeah, yeah Absolutely, I remember. Like smoldering as you walk through the mall. Nothing like taking your family out for a nice day of buying new clothes, and then having them immediately be filled with nicotine stench as you get back into the car.
0: <laughs> I remember they wouldn't. I remember they wouldn't let you walk into a store smoking a cigarette. And I remember like people being stopped at the entrance of like Macy's or something. And be like, sir, you can't come up with a cigarette. And I'd be like pissed off, like ah, like throw their cigarette on the ground and stomp it out.
3: You just have to smoke out here in the common area, sir. But then we'll <laughs> oh, welcome yes. you into Macy's immediately afterwards. <laughs> Words, please. So
0: we spent a lot of
3: time
1: growing up at the 23rd best mall in New Jersey, the Livingston <laughs> Mall. One thing that's been mentioned on this show a, a few times, uh, I believe once during the aforementioned Mallrats live stream, and I think on another earlier episode, we have a friend named George, great guy, but man, to this guy, he just, he lived a cartoonish trouble life. And there was an incident at the mall where he got run over The bullet points are that we all remember that another friend of ours fell or was tossed off of the top floor of Livingston Mall. It led to him flying into a rage and running George over with a minivan. It's been hotly debated... Um, what the actual specifics of this incident were so just to clear this you up,
3: actually have this story just
1: to clear this up i got in touch with george today
3: georgie backpack i asked over. george
1: to record this and send it to me on equipment instead mm-hmm. he called me and i just held it up to a mic so the the, the audio is not great but special thanks to our friend uh, georgie vicky backpack for calling in and leaving this let me uh well okay so george George, you've called me you've told me the details that shouldn't be included the details that are hotly debated are, did you, did you throw him off the top floor of the mall? Did he jump off the top floor of the mall to get away from you? What, those are the details No, 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 that wasn't
2: even, yeah, all right. I mean, that's the, that's the whole thing. I mean, the, only, the whole reason he ran me over was not because I threw him off the second story. Right, I pushed him off the second story. It was because people laughed at him. That was the reason why he was furious, like, according to him and i remember that night very well cuz i was run over by a minivan but uh <laughs> uh-huh.
1: so wait, did you initially push him to impress girls from livingston or am i remembering No,
2: no, there was no livingston girls. He was like he had jumped there was no security. The livingston mall is the worst. He had jumped, he had stood over the, bar- the the barrier. There was like this glass partition between like the second floor and like the rest of the world like (laughs) the first floor whatever he had like he had like stood over the other side of it and was like i bet you i could jump off this and survive and like me and my stupid georgeness goes yeah here go ahead and i gave him a push to encourage him knowing he would land in the foliage that was like in the middle of the mall like there was all these like fake trees and, like, weird stuff. And he did. He landed in the bushes, the trees, and he just got, like, scraped up a little bit. And he got mad because people laughed at him. There was no one there. There was no girls there. I think it was just like us.
1: So so it wasn't... See, I remembered another thing I've apparently been misremembering. I thought he landed in the fountain below the whale tails. It was in foliage.
2: It was in foliage. He would have lived... I mean, he would have lived, but, like, he wouldn't have, uh... He wouldn't have, uh... It would not have felt good to land. There was no. I don't think there was a fountain there. I think there was the whale tails, and then there was just the foliage in front of it. Like and it. again, I could be misread. There was no that you're thinking of. Like I think the Wilburton Mall had a fountain at one point, but I don't think the Livingston Mall was wide enough to have a fountain.
1: Got it. Got it. So then, so then, what happens? He's all mad. You go out in the parking lot. Remember, he's your ride home. And then the next thing you know, he's chasing you with his minivan.
2: Yeah, he just like sn- I think he just like kept getting progressively angry and angry. Like I went down to the second floor, made sure he was okay. Or the first floor, make sure he was okay. I'm like, hey, you're fine. And yeah, a whole bunch of like like stupid kids were making fun of us and like laughing at us. And, you know, <laughs> look at this time, like Jackass or Big Brother was really popular. We were doing stupid shit like this all the time. You know that. Like this was not out of like you know. The realm of possibility of me of him going, I could survive a jump from the second floor of the living room And I'm like, yeah, let's see if you can. Fine, I will. Let me step over. And again, there's a lot. Like when he stepped over, there was definitely a lot less. Like 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 like, there's a lot more um, range of fall. Like you know, there was, was, was it was. Two you know one story up, I mean, it's not like that bad. It just he was laughed at, so he got really mad at me and started chasing after me outside. um and I thought it was all a joke, and then he got into his car and tried to leave me at which point I jumped in front of the car to block him, and then he continued to drive with me hanging on the car, and that's when things went bad.
1: <laughs> I do remember that. He looked fine the next time I saw him, and you had, like, glass embedded in your skin.
2: Oh, I'll never forget the next day, showing up to school, and I was sharing a locker with Sue Roush at the time, and she um, saw me and took one look at me and had a heart attack. Like, I was covered in road rash. Like, every inch of me was covered. Like, he dragged me under the car. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, I was smart enough to to be between the wheels and not, like, you know... In front of the wheels, so and I let go once I realized this was not going to happen. And I think he felt that when he saw me like a bloody mess and then took me home, and that basically you know kicked off a long amount of time in my life where I would do stupid things and not go to the hospital and uh, <laughs> regret it later.:
1: <laughs> Well all right, thank you so much for clearing that up, this, uh, this story that's yeah. always been legendary in my mind, and that I'm doing my part on making legendary statewide.
2: Livingston Mall was a horrible... It still is. I mean, now it's even, like, worse. But, I mean, it was it's the worst mall in, like, New Jersey. And, you know, different types of people meet up in one place, and it led, especially in the mid-'90s, to a breeding ground of, like, stupid activity, no security. Like, I worked there. I was working at Sam Goody for, like, years there. Like, it was a cesspool of, like... New Jersey counterculture and Chris, I don't think I deserve to be run over. In retrospect, I would never throw and like I would never today throw someone from the second story of a balcony just to make him feel good about himself that he could do it. Like think about it, that's the dumbest thing ever. I don't know.
3: <laughs> I don't know, George. I think you still got it in him. That's the story, everybody. I'm flabbergasted by that story, even though I knew it and remember when it happened. really, Because it's just basically varying degrees of certain death. I'll probably survive if I get hurled off the second floor of the Livingston Mall. I'll probably survive if I get run over by this car, as long as I can keep on the undercarriage and not get sucked <laughs> under the wheel. One of the things I love right now, because
1: <clears throat> listen, the people listening to this podcast have been so kind, and I've been blown away. A lot of people have reached out um and said that they're strangely into the podcast even though they're not from New Jersey and we have some international listeners like I just heard from a guy from Wellington New Zealand who's like I'm on board this podcast I don't <laughs> and the people not from New Jersey are probably listening right now and going this guy George sounds like a psychopath and the Jersey people he, this is why it's a podcast that's actually a cultural exploration of Jersey is because the Jersey people are all going, oh, the George in my crew was blank. And the non-Jersey people are going, this sounds insane. <laughs> Whereas the Jersey people are like, oh, so Doug was there. George is just what Doug is to me. Like Everybody's got that guy in their friend group who grew up here, let alone what we did. But that is the infamous, uh, the infamous George getting run over at Livingston Mall story. We've now finally committed it to audio for
0: all of posterity. This will be archived in the uh National Archives in Washington D.C. D. D. in in the, in the bungalow.
1: <laughs> my my other podcast is legitimately archived at the Library of Congress for its cultural relevance. I know that's awesome. I have to feel like that story from George is what we'll put this one over the top into those Hallowed Halls as well. So, Livingston Ma, your memories, your Your relationship with it. Uh, Walk me through it, Bonaduce.
0: When I was little, not being allowed to go into the arcade, the old arcade, because it was filled with like scumbags. When there was still an arcade in Livingston Mall.
1: Yeah, that arcade. I mean, that arcade came and went so quickly that I don't really remember it. And I'm only three years younger
0: than you guys. I think because my sister was five years older than me, so like it was kind of like a haven for scumbags remember the big um not to get not to get derailed but the wilbrook mall also had a very large arcade too which was like a mecca for
1: fun and games we're yeah, gonna talk yeah, yeah. all about it yeah we're gonna talk all about it
0: but um now i remember spending a lot of time there because it was so close to where we grew up and same thing you'd like you know always going there for something it felt like or whatever you know new shoes or whatever like oh i had school shoes or all those things. You always run into people you know.
1: Always oh, see somebody you know. Some family, some kid who you think is like, cool oh, and you never really talk kid. to. Or so, yeah, oh, somebody who you think is
0: like a
1: dirtbag who's going to beat you up. Always <laughs> oh, seeing somebody there.
0: Yeah, you definitely got to the age in Livingston Mall where you didn't want to go with your parents.
1: 100%. I mean, Livingston Mall, life-changing place for me was they had a place called the Superhero Shop comic book store. And I used to hoard all my money and take it to that store initially my family always went in through sears because we'd go do sears stuff first that's where you went you did your back to school shopping get some nice clothes for school or housewares like we said and then you enter the mall kb toy store right there on the right the best never forget that feeling so good you see the entrance to the mall coming you're like kb toys is right there that was always my stop that would and when I got a little older, it was the computer store. I can't remember the name of it. Babbage's. I don't remember. I don't. I, I forget
3: computers, etc. Uh,
1: yeah, it's it's lost to time what the one in the Livingston Mall was to me. But then it was the superhero shop. All about that superhero shop, Mike. D., your Livingston Mall memories?
3: They were mainly of disappointment to me. Growing up as a Willowbrook Mall kid, <laughs> I felt that the Livingston Mall was very much a third-rate mall. Yeah. And really, the only thing that I liked about the Livingston Mall was they did have a record store, a Sam Goody. And Several. A, a kid that we grew up with worked at that Sam Goody. And to this day, I won't say his name, but he was a little bit older than us. And he had exquisite taste in good, weird music and turned me on to things like the Stone Roses when I was in seventh grade. So I always liked going there because Hubie, no, 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 you don't want that. You, you don't want that MC Hammer record. You want this Stone Roses record. Let me Let me explain this to you. So having that was a nice feature of the Livingston Mall, but there was nothing fun about it. There was no... Open sp- in, in, no no spaces where they had weird stuff. Um, you were under the constant threat when you went into clo- the clothing stores that you would run into somebody from school and they would mock you. I remember once going into <laughs> into one one of the stores, one of those vague fake surfer stores, and I needed a winter jacket and I was trying on this pink ski jacket, this neon pink ski jacket, and I came out of the the try on booth and I was with my mom and two older thuggy kids from our high school were like nice jacket and i was like great like that's where we're at in the livingston mall mm-hmm. like the the worst you know scary shit bags that you grow up with are there
1: just people laying in wait for things to go down i had one of the true i would say one of the true turnabout is fair play humiliation moments of my life took place at the at the livingston mall mm-hmm. Um, you guys know I had aspirations to be on stage as a kid and the only, the only acting available in the Western school system was high school musicals. So that's just like what I thought acting was. Um, now I've gone on and bring on the jokes, everybody and all the Hollywood Gethard comments. I have been a professional actor in my life. (laughs) I'm already bracing myself for your tweets and comments, mocking me. But clearly when I found this I had an interest in it, but that meant I had to do the high school musicals, which I knew as I was doing them. I'm like I got like my friends are in like the bands, like the, like Slam and the Swalt Men were like the two punk bands from our school and that those were my friends and then I'm like going to see all their shows and then like you guys wanna come see me play Luther Billis in South Pacific? Like I I I understood that it was it was lame shout out to Carson for actually sitting through the whole thing and not leaving at the intermission like the rest of my punk rock friends uh, that being said senior year they tell us the cast of the musical is going to go to a fucking performance at the mall at oh, the Livingston Mall yes, No.
0: finally the notoriety whoever we just wanted
1: oh but you guys remember the feeling of seeing any public performance at the mall was a stop gawk mock scenario this is what it was for. All of a sudden, I'm in there singing "fucking uh, bally high, we'll find you" or whatever. <laughs> Be like it. the bluebird and sing. Be what was my big song in South say? Be like the bluebird and sing. I'm dressed as a fucking sailor, by the way. Dressed as a fucking sailor, <laughs> singing about bluebirds in the Livingston Mall, Mike. Mike D, you're talking about going there. Hey,
0: sailor, come over here.
1: But think about this, Mike D, you just talked about a story about being mocked for putting on a jacket in a clothing store, a thing you're supposed to do. And I walked into that place and sang, and good God was it, just the height of humiliation. Height of humiliation.
3: I'm actually somewhat shocked you made it out of there alive. It was, I knew going into it. I think there's this odd confluence of cultural things that we were just on the the right edge to be at the cusp of where there was this leftover 80s mall culture sort of the valley girl fast times at ridgemont high anything goes and then eventually that transitions into mall rats and we were kind of caught right in the middle of that where people still went to the mall and at least teenagers treated it as a complete autonomous zone to act out every bad impulse that they have and eventually that a few years later that started to change because people started being killed and shot at malls (laughs) but we were just on the edge of it where if you went to a mall you could pretty much guaranteed you were going to be the victim of something ranging from mockery through bullying to actual assault
1: severe judgment of your purchases at the very least
3: and you singing in a sailor outfit is about the highest like if you were if you were if you had a random number you know chart of things that you could be mocked for and you were playing D d singing at the livingstone wall in a sailor outfit is double zero that is the highest level of that
1: Well, look, I I would say... I'm not mocking you.
3: No, but... but You were forced to do this.
1: I, I will say every single thing I've done in my entire career... I haven't really talked about this much publicly, but it's like I've done a lot of stuff that I'm intensely proud of, where as it's happening, I am simultaneously ashamed of it. Like my old TV show, I'm super proud of it. It was really fucking weird and often quite embarrassing. And I knew that while it was happening. And I think that feeling of simultaneously being proud of myself for accomplishing something while being deeply ashamed that I'm even participating in it might go back to the day I had to dress up as a sailor and sing in the Livingston Mall. It might go directly back to that
0: moment. That's some deep shit, man. I
1: got the lead in the play. That's an accomplishment. And now I'm singing in the mall where
3: I have...
0: This is your final test.
3: Hung
1: out. <laughs> I have hung out and mocked other
3: people. It was bad. His dad. Karma is a bitch. The punishment at the end of this show is whoever loses the game has to put on a sailor outfit and go to oh the Livingston Mall and not, sing the libretto. i will from not dress South like Pacific. a sailor. No way.
1: Nick, you have to. Nick. No. No. Nick. No. Nick. No. You have someone has to dress as a sailor I'm not
0: wearing like the real belt did you have to wear like the real bell bottom kind of like no it was little
1: denim shorts
0: that's even worse it was jorts (laughs) and a
1: denim shirt and a sailor hat like a CB, the construction brigade. Yeah, they were yeah, like the World War
0: II yeah, surveyors, yeah, yeah. Nick. I know exactly what you mean. I'm not dressing like a sailor. I'm sorry. Mike,
1: you're totally correct. I had not even thought of a game for this one. I feared maybe we'd take the week off, but we will come up with something that will end with one of us. Even if it's just a random number generator, losers dressing as a sailor and singing a song from South Pacific in the Livingston Mall. <laughs> Someone is doing it. I do have to say, too, there were two West Orange takeovers at the Livingston Mall. Because I've always said when you go to a New Jersey diner, you see the varsity jackets from different towns and you kind of know where shit's at. You know which towns you're bouncing off of, which ones you're not. You know, Certain towns, you're going to not mess with them. Certain towns, you're going to have some comments. Certain towns, you're going to really avoid making comments. The mall was like that times a hundred. Yeah. You get the sense, oh, there's kids from this town or that town here. But Sam Goody, I'm kind of on the hinge of a few errors. I feel like, Mike and Nick, Sam Goody was taken over by West Orange, largely because of, of George, I think, became a manager and just hired all our friends. And I think, Mike, you even mentioned some, some people ahead of him. Goody's got it. And then the Applebee's. When the Applebee's opened at the Livingston Mall, my friend J.T. Scuggs, he got a job there right away. And a ton of our friends got jobs there. And we used to hang out there and cause trouble all the time. And West Orange had that place on lock. Although Carson left a note. Uh, he wanted to make sure we noted that he was a cook at the Livingston Mall. Ah. And uh, and that it was complete mayhem. That's nuts. Skuggs was a waiter there. My friend Pat was a waiter there. And oh, shit good. went down all the
0: time. I don't think I've ever eaten there. I got Italian rice balls. I just put it in the oven. Ooh, It's a Sicilian one. It's got the meat and peas in it. So friggin' good. It's like the size of a softball.
1: In closing, I want to say Livingston Mall, uh, the Sears closed. uh, A few other major stores closed. And in March 2021, the town got together a committee to basically say, should we uh, we just tear this baby down and redevelop it? So we're all going to be finding out about that in the coming months. So that piece of our, our childhood that it sounds like none of us were completely fond of might be going away.
0: They'll probably build like a really nice mall there now. I
1: wonder. I wonder if they would keep it as a mall or if they'd just go like, screw it. Let's just make it condos.
0: I could
3: see. Make it condos
0: condos of retail on the first floor so you can live in a parking
3: lot. Yeah. They're going to have a ride there where you can jump off the second floor balcony into plants. But they're going to make it safe,
1: <laughs> and then I heard that they're going to, uh, no matter what, the um, state is certifying the area where I had to sing a song from the Broadway musical South Pacific as a national historic site. So that will be preserved forever, with a microphone set up for Nick to sing whenever, whenever he passes by.
0: There's going to be a plaque on the floor there.
1: The other mall that we had real connections to, Willowbrook Mall. Once you got your license. It, once it wasn't like your family taking you out for like school supplies, you drove to the Willowbrook Mall. That was my experience. I feel like that was a bigger, more badass mall with a real food court and a more of a hangout vibe. You guys agree
3: or disagree? It was a much better mall. That was my mall growing up as a kid. I was a Willowbrook Mall kid. Right out of the gate. Yeah, that was just a mall that my, my family went to
1: that's good because your family was smart and wanted <laughs> to swing big where's my family we'd show up at the Livingston Mall and my mom's attitude would be like we're getting five things we're not dilly-dallying here's the list you can check the comic book store and the toy store and then we're out of here Willowbrook you went you made a day trip out of it um, Mike Do you have a lot, of,
0: a lot of area to cover you know
1: oh uh, Willowbrook was huge um, Mike D you've listed a number of, of fantastic stories relating to the the Willowbrook Mall I don't know if you want to start with the fart spray one or the one you listed about your dad, but both of those sound amazing.
3: One of the great things about the Willowbrook Mall, which was lacking at the Livingston Mall, is they would have these open areas where people would set up rotating booths. I remember Mm -hmm. one time we went through there and they had an early setup of computers with light pens. If your people remember those and you could draw the MTV logo and make it flash. And then they would try to sell you a computer. And so that was cool. And, one time I, I know the exact <laughs> area. There was always
1: a beeper kiosk, always a sunglasses kiosk, and oh, yeah. then other kiosks that would change.
3: And rotating trend of the moment things that would yes. come in and out yes. of there. So it kept them all fresh, right? That's what that's what gave Willowbrook its freshness. <laughs> and one of the times there they had a, a stand set up that was selling novelty goods. So it would be things like fake dog poop joy buzzers, gum that you chew it, you give it to someone, and it makes your mouth turn black, all these great things. And they had a can of fart spray. And I I said to my parents, oh, can I please buy this fart spray? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. So I buy this fart spray, and I'm very excited. And, you know, I think it's, I think my, my expectations are level. I think it's probably going to smell kind of bad, but at this point, I know most novelty things that you buy are not very good, and they're funny for about 45 seconds. So we we do our mall shopping at the Willowbrook Mall. We get back into the car, and we're driving back to our home, and I immediately begin wildly spraying the fart spray, and the car go, making fart noises, and... The smell that comes out of this container is so absolutely wretched. It's like tear gas. My parents roll down the window. My father starts screaming and... Flies into a rage, (laughs) as he often did, and he's going berserk, and everyone in the car is gagging, and my father pulls over the car to the side of the road, (laughs) and I open the door, and immediately, as every story on this podcast has (laughs) begin vomiting all over the place. (laughs) So I bought this fart spray that derailed our family trip home from the mall, and I remember it sprayed so bad, and when we got home, I still had the fart spray, and my mother (laughs) took it. Ran it underwater in the sink and threw it in the garbage just to make sure that I couldn't pick it out of the garbage and use it again because it smelled so bad. I I imagine I'm probably going to come down with some bizarre illness in my old age from using that fart spray, but man.
1: There's going to be some lung disease no one will be able to diagnose and then some doctor will... Realize and ask you if you once bought fart spray from a kiosk at the living at the Willowbrook Mall, and there's only 17 people on earth who have ever had that lung affliction.
3: It's the fart called novelty lung.
1: (laughs) It's novelty lung. Yeah, and you're the fart spray 17. You'll be (laughs) studied in medical journals forever.
3: There'll be be a GoFundMe for me shortly. (laughs) The
1: Willowbrook Mall was great. It had uh, the mall itself, but then you also had great movie theater right there. You had the Sports Authority right there. Fortune Offs. Fortune Offs was right there. The Hooters was right there. Everybody stopped by that Hooters from time to time. There was the, um, what was the place? It wasn't a Costco. It was like the precursor to Costco. BJ's. No, it had a name. Ah, I forget. But like a. a Fam's Club? Nope. It was one of those membership stores. I forget what it was. Anyway, it had a Borders Books that was separate. And then, Mikey, you listed something in the outline where I was working on the outline at the same time as you. So I was seeing the things you were entering. And as you entered it, I go, yes, that's what I've been trying to think of. There was a weird separate <laughs> mall, almost like a parasite mall, you could call it, that existed by being extremely close to the Willowbrook Mall. That only got business, I think, because people mistakenly went there thinking it was the Willowbrook Mall. And as I was typing the outline, I realized you and I both had that same experience.
0: There were certain stores in that other little thing that weren't in the, the
1: West l- Belt Mall.
3: And a very disappointing moment was my mom saying, we're going to the mall, and we're driving down 23, and in my head, oh, we're going to the Willowbrook Mall. I'll get to go to the record store. I'll get to go to the the bookstore. I'll get to throw pennies in the fountain, which I'll take any opportunity to do. And then she takes this other weird little turn off, and we go to and we're like, what is this? She's like, oh, it's the West Belt Mall. I'm like, well, why would he go here? Uh, oh, they have a great shoe uh, store, a shoe store for you, uh, not for me. And it was a very sad, it was just an enclosed strip mall. It was a strip mall with an awning. It wasn't, up to my <laughs> level of mall quality here. I had uh,
1: an uncle <laughs> on my mom's side of the family who I love dearly, and I've always felt really great attachment to, but he joined the Navy when he was still in his teens. He got stationed in Hawaii. He still lives there to this day. Wow. Why are you going to run back to Essex County, New Jersey, when you've wound up in Hawaii? You know, oh, Fair yeah. question. Smart man. Very smart man. Yeah. So he's only returned a handful of times am in my... Am I, life and I've only been out to Hawaii once so he he and I I think have always we're very very similar people and I think we've always felt that connection since I was a little kid and I remember him returning a couple times and his daughters my cousins Shannon and Christine who were twins they only came to New Jersey from what I remember one time it was probably around 1990 1991 maybe maybe even late 80s so this was when like New Jersey malls was like a national thing, you know? So they really wanted to go to a mall. And we said, let's go big. Let's go to the Willowbrook. Let's skip the dinky little Livingston Mall. And I'll never forget, we went to the mall. And everybody was really underwhelmed. I remember them being like, this is it. This is like the New Jersey malls everybody talks about. It was only when we got home that we realized that uh, my aunt and uncle, Took a wrong turn. Mistakenly, we were in the West Belt Mall the whole time. Uh, We were mere mere, uh, yards from the magic of the Willowbrook Mall. One of the true on-brand what you think of when you think of a mall malls. And uh, my poor cousins from Hawaii, they never got to see that (laughs) mall magic. They got the West Belt, which was basically like- That's terrible. The West Belt Mall felt like a place that was closed in the middle of the day. Every store. It was an insecure little parasite mall living off of the glory of the Willowbrook, never really keeping up.
3: When you were singing songs from South Pacific, dressed as a sailor, were you oh, God. were you channeling your uncle Paul? Did you, did
0: you perform to or just dance or just sing? No, we danced. There was choreographed dance.
3: Oh, man.
1: I don't know if deep down maybe there was a part of me that wanted to make my Uncle Paul proud as I portrayed uh, Luther Billis of the construction <laughs> brigade of the United States Navy. No idea. The aforementioned fun and games, that was a great arcade. That was a really fantastic arcade. There weren't too many arcades in North Jersey uh, after that big boom. I actually just saw that that arcade up on 46 in Montville, the Red Church. They tore that church down finally, yeah. the building. It's a bummer. Fun and games was great. That was a great arcade, but r- always a place where it felt like a stabbing could oh, for sure. happen. Really did feel like it uh, in a big way. That was a real hotbed of intertown flexing,
0: for that sure. It was like old school, like weird, weird area where you attracted people from all over. And the
1: Willowbrook Mall is kind of... It's in Wayne... It's right where 23, 46, and 80 meet. I feel like there's a trope out there that like you're not really from North Jersey until you've got lost trying to leave the Willowbrook Mall. I think that was very true back in the day. You guys tell me, too, I have always found it very hard to figure out what kids from Wayne are all about. I've never really known what Wayne kids were. I know they have two high schools. I know the high schools are different, but I don't know how. Wayne Valley, Wayne Hills. Wayne Hills
0: is like more exclusive than Wayne Valley.
1: Is Wayne Valley kind of the tougher kids? Wayne
0: Valley is like the, yeah, they're like the working people, sort of, but they're still doing really well. I never
1: knew what was up with Wayne. And you saw every varsity jacket in North Jersey. I mean, you saw Passaic County, Essex County, Morris County. Bergen County jackets, all over that mall. Mo- that arcade always felt like a place where there could be a gang fight over nothing. Over like a game of Tekken. Over somebody picking E-Honda and only using the fast hands. Yeah, Plus there was always the Cheat people move. who
0: like the weird, the weirdos who were just always there in the arcade. Just playing. Oh yeah. Arcade people. Yeah. Arcade people.
1: That was, yeah, that's subset. There was the arcade people.
0: Like that's uh, all they do.
1: Yeah, and then the Hot Topic people, that was a real, uh, Willowbrook had a Hot Topic, Spencer's Gifts.
0: I was always obsessed with Spencer's, that's where that I a, had my I, first fart fart spray experience. Oh, really?
1: At the Willowbrook Mall?
0: No, this was at, uh, I think, was it the Rockway Mall, I had a Spencer's, we used to always go in there, and I remember the, the fart spray.
1: Fart spray... And fart bombs. Remember the fart bombs, the little bags? Yeah. You squeeze them and then they inflate themselves? Oh. That was a real trope of our childhood. I also have to ask, too, I know my brother was involved in an incident at the Menlo Park Mall, speaking of malls, <laughs> that's just coming back into my mind now. Oh, my God. Mike I think he, I was not there, but I th- believe the Menlo Park Mall has glass elevators that you can see inside. And did you guys not set oh off a bunch God, of stick I bombs totally in those elevators? This, yes. So you could watch the people in the glass elevators just flip out and want to die?
3: What we did was we, I can't, I totally forgot this happened. This is really rotten. A group of us stood at the bottom floor of the mall where they had glass elevators. And different groups of us would go up to the top floor. And when the elevator would get to the top floor and people would get off, we would throw and break as many stink bombs as we possibly could in the elevator and then wait for people to get on, and we could see them stuck in the elevator just gagging and like, what is that smell? Because it was glass. We would say at the bottom. We did this for... Hours until eventually a security guard caught on and, and removed us from the mall. But it was great. It was sort of like the Tata's payphone prank calling, where you're prank calling someone as you can actually see them from the payphone. This is a version of that. Yes.
1: It, it's like if you combine the Tata's prank call with the Time Warp uh, stink bomb assault, it ties everything <laughs> together in one nice little bow.
3: I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: No, I mean, that's just the thing I <laughs> heard about. That's something some I heard di-
3: about, yeah. No.
1: Some, hooligans, some hooligans had a stink bomb attack. Do you guys also <laughs> feel like the Willowbrook Mall, there were constant rumors that you were going to be abducted in the parking lot. Do you guys remember this?
3: Yeah, that was a big thing, that the the parking lot was, it was one of those things that Parents would tell you, "There, you know, always be careful in the Willowbrook Mall parking lot. There's gangs that hide out there. They make their living robbing people as they come out of the mall. So that's definitely
1: Check your back seat. There was always this is where they steal their kids. There's always the thing someone might be hiding in your back seat. So check the back seat before you drive away. You don't want somebody popping up behind you once you're out the, out on Route 23. Once you're back on Pompton Ave, <laughs> a lot of rumors of uh Willowbrook Mall parking lot violence and mayhem. I wonder if." That that's rooted in some real-life tragedy or just your usual 80s satanic panic type of paranoia. Um, Mike D, I don't know if we want to get into it. You have listed in the outline that the, quote, scariest and saddest moment of your childhood occurred at the Willowbrook Mall. Now, you have shared some things on this podcast thus far. So for you to say the scariest and saddest incident of your childhood took place here is quite intriguing.
3: Yeah, hands down, if I... were if there was a way to rank emotional trauma in my life, and I mean I I've seen some things, <laughs> this this would be at the top of the list. I still I remember there was another episode Chris where you were talking about something which I won't spoil, where you said you reached a new level of humiliation <laughs> and shame and that you actually <laughs> physically felt this. Uh, Oh, yes,
1: with Strange Cat.
3: Yes, and this (laughs) is my version of that, and I still have uh, (laughs) emotional trauma from this. My brother had been saving up all his change, you know, actual physical change, nickels, pennies, dimes, quarters, for a while, and uh, because he wanted to purchase a certain Dungeons & Dragons box set. I believe it was the World of Greyhawk uh, city set, which we were very excited about. So my brother saved up all his change for a long time, and then finally he harangued my parents enough to take us to the mall so that we could go to Walden Books and and buy this, which is where you bought D&D books. So my brother had a large plastic bag that was completely filled with change. I mean, you know, a huge heavy bag of change, and we're both really excited. And we, we go to the mall, my brother, my mom, my father, and we're walking through the Willowbrook Mall to the Walden books. So my brother has this bag of change and it slips out of his hand and it drops onto the floor and the bag explodes and pennies and quarters no. go everywhere. And my brother's like, oh my God, oh my God. And we're like, and like time stops for a second. And as this change is flying everywhere, a couple walks by and this couple are 80s movie punk rockers there's a woman with the you know the short plaid punk rocker skirt and she has big crazy pink hair and a bunch of spiked bracelets and her boyfriend has a leather jacket with crass stuff painted on it and a fishnet shirt and he's got really bad teeth and crappy dyed hair and they walk see this happening, and the punk rock guy walks over and he just starts kicking my brother's change off the second floor of oh. the thing and so and we're really little, I'm probably eight or nine, my brother's you know seven, and he starts kicking the change off the thing, and he's laughing his crappy suburban punk rock Ugh, laugh and you know my father, as I said before, rough and tumble man immediately. Oh. <laughs> goes berserk he runs over and he grabs this punk rock punk rocker who i who I imagine is a in you know his late <laughs> teens early twenties, and he starts just punching him in the face repeatedly, and the guy is going like a rag doll and this the punk rocker has on. A leather jacket, and on the epaulette of his leather jacket, right, the strap on his shoulder, he has a pair of handcuffs. And he, like, as a decoration. So he grabs these handcuffs off, and as my father is punching him, he tries to take the handcuffs with his hands without being punched and put them on my father's wrist. And, you know, my my father was a tough guy. He was a Marine, and he was from Jersey City. Like, he was a legitimate tough dude. And this makes him even more angry. So he grabs this kid around the back, grabs his hand around his neck, brings him over to the balcony of the Willowbrook Mall, slams him against the chest, against the balcony repeatedly, blood is coming out of this guy's mouth and he's holding him over the edge of the balcony trying to throw him over the balcony at this point his girlfriend is screaming there's dozens of people screaming and everyone so is all these people are like doing nothing but screaming and so i am just like half oh, god i'm half terrified and scared because my father is like defending us and beating this man i'm half ashamed because there's hundreds of people watching and, and I'm also just scared because I've never seen a fight this violent I mean it's, there's blood everywhere; it's brutal so I run away and I run and if anyone remembers in the Willowbrook mall or a lot of malls there was a store called the children's place uh-huh. it was a children's clothing store and in uh-huh. front of the children's place they would have this almost sort of mini playground in front of the store with these cutouts like carpet cutouts like circles and squares in front of the store so I run and I jump into one of these Circle cutouts, and I immediately (laughs) curl up into a ball and start hiding, and I'm hysterically crying for all those reasons fear, terror, emotion. And I'm sitting there, and then I don't know how much time elapses. A couple of minutes, a few minutes later, a police officer comes over to the thing and says, "Your, Your father's okay. We've got that punk rocker, that scumbag, and we've arrested him, we're taking him to jail, but your dad is okay. He's a little beat up, but he's fine, and you and your brother are okay. Some people are helping your brother pick up his money, so don't you worry about it. It's going to be okay. We've taken care of that punk rocker. And it was the most terrifying thing to possibly happen to me as a child. I mean, this was Oh, my God. I mean, you know, it was attempted murder on both ends, I think, of this.
1: I'm just glad they got that punk rocker.
3: Yeah. I am, too. I mean, you can't trust those punks, you know?
1: When you later went on to become a leather jacket-wearing punk rocker, did this create... Uh, I didn't realize this had so much, so, uh, such deeper roots than I even knew.
0: Look at all this
3: deep psychological scarring, Mike. <laughs> it is. But I, I think it, <laughs> I think the difference was a real punk would never have kicked the change. They would have helped the child pick it up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because every punk loves picking up change. Oh, good punks. Picking up change. No, pick
0: it up, pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up.
1: An amazing story. There's so much to talk about, but we're running out of time. I mean, we haven't even touched on Mall Cuisine, uh, Mrs. Fields, Hot Sam. Oh, we've mentioned Orange Julius. Thank God we haven't talked about it. We, we did mention on the number of movies that, uh, that come out. Dawn of the Dead, Mikey listed. Obviously, one of the classic zombie movies and classic mall movies. I do want to close by saying that when you look up New Jersey malls, American Dream, which so many of us have seen for years, standing awkwardly in the Meadowlands off of Route 3, a lot of people are saying this is New Jersey's effort to advance the evolution of malls. This place has roller coasters inside, shops inside, experiences. It's a lot more like that Mall of America in Minnesota. are would tra- go. They're trying to go for it. I don't know. What do you guys think? Should we go and try some I've heard, um, indoor I've heard ski jumping? In?
0: I don't know why I really want to go skiing, but... Um... I'd like to go check out the mall part and maybe go on a ride or something. I don't know. I've never
1: been see, uh, skiing in my life. What if the first time I ever went skiing was ski jumping at the American Dream in the Meadowlands?
3: It's like a bunny hill inside. I don't know that that's a mall in my mind. See, th- there's a lot of debate it's about this. There's experience. a lot of articles
1: saying that malls are going to have to become experiential because of Amazon. Because Amazon will just send us things via drones five minutes after we want them in our lives.
3: If the main attraction is... Ski jump, roller coaster. I believe they also have a Nickelodeon theme park with Avatar, which I'm a big fan of. That to me just feels like a theme (laughs) park, which I'm all about, but it doesn't feel like a mall. Like, I don't, I'm not going to say, oh, I really need to, you know, to pick up a a Stone Roses record and go to American Dream.
1: I guess the question becomes like, it's not going to revolve around shopping anymore right that's no longer uh, the excuse just going
0: places to eat that's all well let people just want to go places to that's eat. what
1: i want to think about because when we were kids it was like you could tell your mom hey you know i really i need to get new shoes anyway so i'll go buy the footlocker and that was your excuse to go hang out at the mall right one of your friends would have one of those excuses somebody would have a car what's the next generation? now that online shopping is here what's the next gathering point for new jersey teens to have an excuse to go somewhere public and central to run roughshod
0: they don't have to they're just like doing everything virtual now and like even like the reality of like Fortnite, like and all that i mean the kid little kids are like uh i'm on Fortnite every night talking to like these other kids and we're all like you know there is no mall anymore the mall is inside of a game that they like to play or whatever they just don't have any outlet you know if it
1: takes a Nickelodeon theme park and an indoor bunny hill to get a bunch of kids in competing varsity jackets, hanging out in uh mild tension and fear, I'm all for it. I'm all for this evolution of the American mall.
3: Are you for Fortnite varsity jackets? Ooh, that'd be cool. Uh,
1: look, I'm not trying to be a Luddite and I'm sure my kid, as my kid gets older, I'm going to learn more and more about how these things work. Uh, I don't know that I'm against it. I'm also of the exact first age of people who, you know, I was an Oregon trail kid in elementary school. And then we had the world wide web by the time I graduated high school. And I'm of like really one of the only ages that can say that. Um, so technology, I grew up with it seeing it affect things, but I also think it's got to swing back. I think there's going to be generations in the future that want things to be in person and want things to be undiscovered and, Want to see someone get flung off the top floor of a mall. Want to see somebody's getting their ass beat because they kicked some kids change. Want to come upon a random prepubescent sailor singing a show tune in the middle of the mall. I think I think there's something to that. And I think that kids are going to start craving that again. And I, I, uh, I'm very fascinated to see what that is for our kids and, and uh, the kids after them.
3: It's the need for unregulated space. Exactly. That is what will bring kids back because... As great, like yeah. I mean, I was I, I put a video game on pause t- to play this to get it to do our podcast. So I love all that stuff, but unregulated space.
0: Yeah, the problem is anywhere, anywhere any kids are going to hang out anymore. It's just that's it. You're ruined. Like wherever you are, somebody's watching your every move. Or those kids are so fucking stupid; they're all videotaping themselves anyway. <laughs> we sound so old we sound older oh, sorry, right now I'm, I'm, I, I'll take crotchety old man No, just don't be fucking stupid and uh, videotape your criminal activities it's true There's no fucking cameras to worry about out we, there what if
3: I have a proposal what if we were to purchase yeah a large tract of land in the Pine Barrens wow and install uh, cell phone jamming equipment there we'd be in jail mm. in like mm-hmm. a month and any any person is allowed to enter this for a reasonable fee and do whatever they want for as many hours, and it could become a gathering place for people. It could be, be like a temporary autonomous zone.
1: Well, look, I mean, we have uh, not even 500 people on our Patreon, so I think we're close to being able to purchase land and uh, signal jamming equipment. We just need, like... 50 to 70 times more people than are currently signed up at our Patreon to sign up. And we might be at land purchasing property. But I also don't see, I think it's, is it the Bergen Mall or the Bergen Town Center that has an entire abandoned bottom floor? Huh. Uh, one of them, one of those Bergen County moors has an entire abandoned floor. I think that's the place to set up. I think we should start a mall with no stores. A, a mall that's just about lingering, <laughs> laughing at each other, cross-pollinating. Com-
0: cross pollinating. No cross pollinating in common areas, please.
1: But I remember that man. you'd go to the Willowbrook Mall, and it would be like, uh, like okay, like there's some you know, or the Livingston Mall. I'm like, all right, there's some kids over there in like Cedar Grove jackets
0: they're probably fine I'm gonna go I'm gonna go talk to that girl man I'm gonna go talk to that girl yeah like
1: I'll go talk to a Cedar Grove girl but like some Bloom I see some Bloomfield jackets I'm probably gonna I'm not I got a couple (laughs) Bloomfield friends we're gonna have them on the show I think these towns have a lot in common Bloomfield and West Orange I wanna explore it that being said gents this episode's going long it's been very fun more than maybe any other episode, though, 973 780 4660. We want your memories of your malls, malls. We want your memories of the crazy things you saw happen, the humiliating things, the fights, the spectacles, the stores. 973 780 4660. Now, the moment of truth is upon us. The Livingston Mall might be closing, gents, so we got to do this one quick.
3: Oh, God. I, uh,
1: I'm going to share the screen so you know there's no shenanigans. What do we have to I do got now? the random number generator set one to three. Mighty, what number would you like?
3: I'm going to go with my my three piece,
1: number three. Mike's picking number three. Nick, do you want two or one?
0: I have a question. Why are there so many socks on your random number generator? I
1: do not know why this ad- why this
0: website is, is it like advertising on a sock buying like spree or something before you.
1: Weirdly enough, I have bought uh, Bombas recently. I bought them for my mom for Mother's Day, and I bought some for Hallie. Oh, that's why. They've infiltrated your computer, man. So I guess Bombas is just advertising relentlessly on this random number generator. This guy, he
0: likes likes good socks. I
1: don't know why Bombas is trying to corner the market over at numbergenerator.org, but kudos. I I I do love love their socks. There you go. Um, Nick, do you want two or one? Go Number one, number one. So number one. So if you remember the way we do these, if, it hits, is if your yeah. number hits, you're safe. Oh, come on, one. So it, it really uh, goes. So Mike one. D, why don't you tell me when to uh, hit stop this first round? So Nick, you're one. I'm two. Mike, you're three. Whoever it lands on is safe. I'm going to start it up, Mike D. I'm ready. I'll stop it when you say so.
3: Oh boy, deep breath, deep breath. Stop.
1: Yes. Okay, Mike D, you are in the clear. I am not dressing as a sailor. You will not be dressing as a sailor and singing the song "Be Like the Bluebird" from. Oh, I'm going to dress like a sailor. Now, Mike, you know Nick and I really well. You've known us. It's fair to say our whole lives. I am. So excited about the idea that I might get to watch Nick do this and so scared it might have to be.
0: Wait, I'm not going to like have to dress up like a sailor on like the Asbury Park boardwalk or something and like sing show tunes, right? No, at, at the, the Livingston Mall. Mall. Oh, Livingston Mall. Okay.
3: Well, that, that's not much safer, but I'll go there. Mike D., who are you hoping has to do this? Uh, it's tough. So there's part of me that thinks, Nick, that if you did it, it would be so funny. But then there's this other part of me that feels. That it would be poetically. I'd per- get arrested.
1: <laughs> Nick in a sailor
3: suit singing show tunes. It's kind of poetically perfect, though, right, Chris? If you twenty-five <laughs> years later have to revisit, oh my god, revisit them all and, and repeat this.
0: Hey, look, it landed on one. I, I win. I'm good. I'm safe. I was just setting it
1: up to make sure it's number one and two.
0: Oh, sure, 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 sure. So
1: if it hits <laughs> two, I'm safe if it hits one you're safe oh my god so you want your number to come up I'm praying for two on this one I hope you have to do this because you fucked me so hard on that train Really, I
0: really, really had to see the outfit I really have
1: to see well the listen outfit. asshole I'm gonna spend nine hours on trains <laughs> trying to get to Atlantic City someday <laughs> So, I really hope you're the dickhead of this sales. This is
0: way worse than riding on the train all day. That's what I'm saying. If I have to do both of those... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, I told you I'd ride the train with you. I know. I know. Make the day go by. It'll guy. be fun.
1: I'm going to click start, Mike D, to make sure it's fair. You are going to be the impartial party. You want your number to come up. I'm betting on two. No whammies, baby. Here we
3: go. One, two, three. South Pacific. Oh! <laughs> Oh, I'm safe. Oh my goodness.
1: I, y- the hills are live with the sound of bada do. We're going to get you in a little sailor effort. You're going to look like one of the guys that used to work at White Rose System. Boy,
0: Nick. boy, crazy boy. Hey, cool boy! You're gonna look like the Cracker I, Jack guy. I
1: cannot wait for you to have to memorize this song. Be like the Bluebird and sing.
3: When you're really
0: good, they call you Cracker Jack. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start watching on YouTube, nonstop.
3: All right, everybody.
1: Thanks for listening. This will be. We have got to publicize when that's going down because. Oh my God! Fans of know. the show need to know when to show up at the Livingston Mall for you to sing this song. Everybody, thanks for listening. 973-780-4660. We want to hear your memories from your malls, the good, the bad, what you think the future of malls might be. This has been Wotown. Thanks a lot.
0: Do I get to wear tap shoes? Hot sand forever.
2: Yeah. Hot
0: sands and tap shoes. <laughs>